Thanks for watching this episode of Turning to Him. I invite you to just take a few seconds right now at the beginning and subscribe to this channel so that you can get more videos like this in your feed. Thanks again. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Turning to Him. I am here with Katie Payne, who has taken time out of her day to share some of her experiences with us. I really appreciate that. Katie, how are you doing? Doing so awesome. Thank you, Zach. <laughs> good, good. Um, real quick, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I am from Virginia. I, uh, I went to BYU. I lived in New York City. And now I live in Utah. And also, I'm an illustrator like a fantasy illustrator first and foremost okay how did you get into illustration is that something that you always wanted to do it's just something i always did it wasn't a question of was i going to do it i just was born doing it and i am that is what i do i that is my thing <laughs> from the very beginning you you knew that, that yeah was inside you yeah my my grandpa was a general authority and he used to say she was born like with it like she was born to do it and like I, that's just like how it feels like that just it just feels like that's what i am like or not what i am sorry but yeah that's what i yeah my life yeah <laughs> i've always envied people like you who just have like a specific talent and passion mm. that's so great uh-huh um okay you you've had some pretty amazing experiences as you and i have been talking kind of before this mm -hmm. um, give us a quick 30 second summary of of what you wanted to share quick 30 second summary is when i was living in new york i read the quote somewhere that said you know, you need to, expire, you know, it was a bunch of quotes. You need to experiment. You can like experiment to see like they say fast, they say pray, they say read the scriptures and you can experiment to see if those things really work. And that just kind of, I got really into that and I did that. And then I had, because I just watched the Spider-Man movie, like a canon event with the spiritual experience like as a result of that that like i haven't been able to let go of and it's been seven years and i just like it just was a really pivotal event for me okay <laughs> um you mentioned that your that your grandfather was a general authority were you a member of the church before this experience i was yes i grew up Yes, in Virginia, and yeah, so. Okay, okay. All right, well, take, yeah. I mean, take us back to the beginning. So you, you grew up in Virginia. What is life like for you there? Um, um, you know, I, it was one of those things, you know, uh, you know, I was one of two members in my high school kind of thing, um, big high school. You know, I'm, it's, I was living in Washington, D.C. area. So it was really cool area, but in terms of church things, I definitely felt like an anomaly and 
um, you know, it's a life story that I'm trying to summarize, but basically when I went to BYU, it was kind of jarring. And I, anyway, that was a really good experience because it, my church perspective completely changed. So, so I, all that to say, like, I felt like, oh, I'm a really good member because I'm not drinking. I'm not being, you know, sleeping around. And, but I, I wasn't praying. I wasn't like reading scriptures. I wasn't like going to the temple, but I wasn't thinking I should be doing those things. It just didn't like, cause of the world I was in, it just wasn't like a point being brought up that much to me. Yeah. And, and so when, when I, yeah. So then I learned about those things later and now I'm like hugely passionate about all those things, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's so refreshing to hear because I think a lot of times the story that that we hear is oh, I moved to Utah and I was surrounded by all these Utah Mormons and I got this bad taste <laughs> and blah 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 and that always kind of irritates me like I understand the culture can be very strong and sometimes the culture can be different than the gospel but it sounds like you had the opposite experience yeah and um yeah like yeah I did I, I was amazed by the Utah Mormons, you know, I was like, there's something so special about these people. And, and it boiled down to, you know, like at BYU, people were like, do you have, like, do you want to go to the temple? And I'd say, well, I don't have a temple to recommend. Like, I just never thought about it because I transferred. I, first, I went to school in Washington, D.C. at like an art school. Okay. And then at my second year, after my second year, I transferred to BYU. So it was like very jarring difference like it was like a liberal arts school and then I was boom at BYU and it was you know and like I could explain some of the differences but it would be like r-rated material you know it was like yes. yeah like and so um yeah so like when I remember this girl came out there said you want to go to the temple and then I said well I don't have a temple recommend like I literally never thought about it and she was like well why not and and I was like oh Anyway, but I was really glad she did that. Anyway, yeah, like people were amazing. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I mean, just to again help draw the picture. So you are, you grew up uh, an active member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, but mm-hmm. you know, and and you're you're not doing any of the don't dos, but mm-hmm. that's kind of maybe at a surface level. You go to college mm-hmm. in D.C. It's a, we'll say, perhaps a typical college experience. Mm-hmm. And then you <laughs> transfer to BYU and you have a great experience. You mm-hmm. love what happens next? You um, well, BYU? Yes, I graduated. I met my husband there. Um, See, so, but that's actually because like my life is just littered with spiritual things like part of the reason I transferred is because like, I'll just tell you all my spiritual things. I I had a dream that I should transfer because my, my husband was there. And, and, and so I did. And then, and then I transferred and then I met him like day one. And then, yeah, it was like, it, that was true. Like, and anyway, and I love him so much. Your first day at BYU. Yes. Did he look like the guy that was in your dream? 
No, no, it was the energy was more about the dream. The dream was about like an energy, like, okay. it, or like just like a person with a certain attitude. And like, yeah, anyway. When you met him, were you like, that's him? I know that's him. Um, it's funny because no, I was honestly, he didn't look like my type, but later it's, it's kind of weird to be so vulnerable with like, I'm like, I genuinely think this was a spiritual thing. Like I I couldn't stop thinking about him. And, and I think it was a spiritual thing. I think it was like, that is him. But, but I was like, no, but that guy is not my type. And why am I thinking about him? You know, anyway. I ended up marrying him. <laughs> that's awesome. That's yeah. A good story. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty difficult to do. You're in college. You have a dream that says, I think I need to go to BYU. For you, were you just like, okay, that's it. The conversation's over. I'm going to BYU. Or did you have to wrestle with that a little bit? Um, You know, I was so young. I don't know. I was just kind of like, okay, conversation's over. I'm going to BYU. But I was just also young. So I think. I was probably blessed with some direction, you know, I was just kind of like floating through life a bit. Sure. Well, <laughs> yeah. I would also make the argument that I think the scriptures call that having a uh, childlike faith. I mean, like, you know, being. Yeah, it was. That's it was. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I keep, I keep going back, but there's so much. Yeah. This, story. this is a great story. <laughs> so you, you meet your husband. You are, I mean, are you feeling at BYU? Are you feeling like you are just on a divine mission? No, I, so honestly, I meant mentally, how much do I want to be vulnerable? I, I started to realize that like, I needed like therapy because like I had come from a home with a lot of things that would make someone need therapy basically okay and so that kind of came later i kind of just was childlike and i um you know i was like teenager and i just kind of went through life and then life kind of introduced to me you know like walls where i just kind of got what I needed and then I eventually reached the experience that I'm explaining at the beginning which was an extremely powerful spiritual experience and then and now I'm I'm very like my life mission kind of thing now so yeah does that make sense I can't believe I'm explaining all this so sure sure you're fine okay (laughs) fine okay so so at BYU, you start to experience, um, I mean, you start thinking, I think I need some counseling. I think I need some help. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is your husband a part of this at all? Is he? Yeah, he's been there the whole, uh, we basically have, at this point have just kind of grown up together. We've been married. How long have we been married? Like 12 years, <laughs> like 11 years. Yeah. So I met him when I was 20. Mm-hmm. And I've just spent, you know, we got married like a year later and we've just spent like every day since then together. So he's like been there the whole time, you know, a part of everything. So, yeah. You guys have been experienced <laughs> through this. Yeah. It's great. Great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, and, and again, I don't, I don't want to, 
have you talk about anything that you're not comfortable talking about by no it's okay it's good to be open you know so sure um okay so you start so you start getting some additional help you start getting some counseling Mm -hmm. and um i mean well at what point do you move to new york um right after we graduated okay so you so both of you graduate yeah we, we lived there for four years now you said in the beginning that he didn't look like your type. I gotta ask, what's his major? So he's an artist too. Okay. But okay. at the very beginning, he just had this very sporty style because he would play basketball. And I was like in an emo phase. <laughs> huge so huge looking... emo crowd at BYU. What? <laughs> it's a huge emo crowd at BYU. Oh yeah, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> But he's just my type now. Like he's yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. he's he's obviously my type. So. That's awesome. That's a yeah. I, would, I have to say, I mean, if we're talking stereotypes, I was picturing like an accounting major, but uh, oh yeah, no, no, no. He's okay. So so you're both artists. You graduate BYU. You've lived in Provo for four years. What takes you to New York? So my husband was going to this ultra um skill-based art school it's called an atelier and he's a really good painter let me show you yeah hold on i'll be right back (laughs) hold on he doesn't mess around I was just looking at this earlier. Look at this master copy he did. <laughs> like wow. this is an oil, this is an oil painting. <laughs> oh my gosh. He oh, is yeah, talented. But, yeah, so he doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now well, I'll let, you, I'll let you put that back down. Okay. Here. <laughs> You know, you you mentioned that your uh, preference is fantasy. What's his preference? Um, just you know, hyper realistic. Okay. You, you know, portrait society. He just won an award with the Portrait Society of America. You know, like that kind of thing. Very neat. Very neat. Yeah, gallery. Yeah. So he's going to a very specialized school, and this is, I assume, after you've graduated. Yes. Is the school in New York? Yeah, it's in New York. Got it. Okay. So yeah. the school, you guys move out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. For how long were you in New York? For four years. You're in New York for four years. Talk to me about the culture change. I mean, going from BYU to <laughs> New York. I mean, for me, it was like going back home. Um you know, people I grew up with were living in New York and I saw them, you know, it was New York's not that far from like DC. It's like, we, we would go all the, all the time back down to DC to see my family. So it was kind of like going back home. It was just normal. Okay. For me. <laughs> what about your husband? Did he grew up in Utah? He grew up in Utah. Yeah. For him, I think it was different. Uh, he, for him, I mean, he would have to speak for himself, but, you know, I, I grew up and being a member of the church was, 
extremely unique and interesting to people and you know and and for him it wasn't at all growing up so I think it was good for him because he you know he grew up in the culture and he's frustrated with things you know and um in New York he felt that feeling of like oh I can see the things that I grew up with that I really cherish you know he could just suddenly see the value yeah of his upbringing and like how that was special from a lot of people you know the world is a really hard place and people are really struggling so and the gospel is like the pure sense of the gospel like with Jesus like can really you can have a light in yourself that you don't know you have mm. you know like I was, always, I was always telling my husband like I'm like always telling you're such a good guy like you're a really good guy and he just doesn't see it but I'm like you're special like I'm always telling him <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah okay so it it sounds like he has a similar experience that you had when you went from Virginia to BYU except just switched he goes from BYU mm-hmm. to New York and I don't want to put words in his mouth but kind of says oh okay there is there is something special to this upbringing and, yeah and- Okay. I th- yeah, I think you would say so. All right. Um, now, get us into the specific experience that you had with you taking this challenge of really planting the seed, testing the seed. Okay. So, I... Why did I do it? I don't know. I just... I Okay, so this is what happened. I... I, I'm going to tell the whole story. So I started with, oh, but I'm going to tell it quickly. I had um, a missionary pamphlet, like one of the missionaries gave me and I had it. And I, I, I like prayed or I fasted like I, cause I read fasting is powerful. And I thought, is it really powerful? Like, is it? I don't know. Yeah, I can't say for myself, you know, so I, I, and, and I read like missionary work is something God really cares about. And I, I wasn't a missionary, so I just wanted to know. And so I got really serious about it. And I, so I took the missionary pamphlet, the missionary said, give this to somebody. And I'm like, I'm going to fast to give this to somebody who like wants it. And I did. And then I went to sleep and I woke up and I went on this. I was late for the train. I, but then I got on the next one and I sat down and I pulled it out. And the woman across from me stood up and came over to me and said, what is that? <laughs> See my pamphlet. And I was like, uh, it's the missionary pamphlet. And she was, can I have it? And I was like, what? <laughs> and then she sat down next to me and like thus began like the saga with I won't say her name, you know, if she does it, but like the saga with her and that's what brought on the next thing um because the missionaries were meeting with her and they were like this is the furthest we've ever gotten with someone and all this stuff and I was like wow, well that really worked and and I'm going to try something else you know sure that worked really well so I was like I'm gonna do it with the Book of Mormon and I 
So I fasted. I did the book. I said, like, I just want to help people read this. Like, that was my thing. And then I decided, because um, I was really into, like, improv performance work. It's like a New York thing. And so I'm like, I'm going to do, like, a performance art with this Book of Mormon. And I am not going to put it down. Like, I'm going to read it in public. Okay. Like, so, and that was like walking, you know, I'm walking and I'm on the subway and I'm walking and I'm in the park and I'm, you know, it was like, I'm just not going to stop reading this book in public. And <laughs> so I did that and it was, and, and then it, like a curious thing happened and like it kind of and well it can because like I do all this stuff with Brandon Sanderson now and it actually connects back to this experience because I had just read his books and I got really sucked into them so I was kind of like reading them the same way like I kind of put them down like on the subway and I got really into the setting and the characters and the drama and the scenes you know I'm visualizing them and I'm wow and then something and then I did the Book of Mormon thing right after. And I was not expecting this at all. No one told me this. No one. People people with the Book of Mormon my whole life were just like, oh, here's a verse. You know, like scripture mastery, right? Yes. And I was not expecting this to happen. It was shocking because I was just reading it. And I remember, like, it just kind of, like, something clicked in my mind. And I'm like, holy cow, the Book of Mormon is, like, it has an incredible story. Yes. Like, yes. like incredible. And it's like riveting and the people and I'm crying over Tiancom and, and there's so many little details, like, you know, like anyway, and I was like, this is a really riveting book. And I like, <laughs> and I, I genuinely like, like how I couldn't put the Brandon Sanderson books down. I started doing that before. I'm like, I can't put this down. Like, and it was because, I was reading it fully, like from yes. chapter to chapter to chapter. And that yes. was the first time I'd ever done that before. It was always like, bing, 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 you know? And so I was consuming it like a whole sandwich, you know? And I was blown away. And then this spiritual thing happened. So the spiritual thing was, I was reading it. And I was actually in a dramatic setting. It was Roosevelt Island, which is like an island in the center, you know, of the water, like Manhattan and like Long Island. And I was sitting there like the very tip. It's also where they found part of the Spider-Man movie. But anyway, like the first one. <laughs> but I was sitting, I was sitting at the very tip, like the land goes, the island goes so far down, it almost just like disappears into the water. It's very dramatic. So I was like sitting there and I was reading it like I was always doing and I read this verse in Alma that said um behold you know you may think this is foolishness in me but by small and simple things are great things brought to pass and I felt those words were heavy because I was thinking about all the people who had looked at me like I was stupid <laughs> Because yep. this is a public thing I was doing. This is on the subway. I'm looking up and I'm seeing people like, 
you know, like, what the heck is she reading? You know, this is yeah. like New York, you know, there's the Book of Mormon play. Like, I just so many looks. Like, I had people do double takes out of the restaurant. They were like, like, and they're just like, I've gotten a lot of looks. So I was thinking, like, I'm doing this thing and I'm being so vulnerable and I'm reading in a public and people are looking at me like I'm stupid. And like the scripture said, behold, you may think this is foolishness, foolishness in me. So that just really hit me. And I just kind of like had a super vulnerable internal moment where I just prayed internally, like, cause you know, it's like life up to that point and all the other things in my life that are also just really hard. And I just was like, here's my husband. Hi, Andrew. Okay. And then I said, I just said, um, are you there? Like, are you really there? Like, is this stupid, basically? Like, is it stupid? Like, are they right? Are you there? Is, like, do you love me? It was, like, even deeper. It was, like, am I even, like, loved? And, you know, it went all the way down. And I was, like, so with that super vulnerable feeling, I said, if, you know, if you are and then all the voter, if there is, you know, it was like, if this, um, please tonight at Ward FHE, because I was going to Ward FHE because of that girl I met on the subway, have the missionaries read this verse. And it was like, and then, and then I ended in my mind with like, and I really don't expect that to happen. Uh, <laughs> you know, I just was shooting, you know, it was a vulnerable internal moment. I never thought I would be explaining to anyone. Um, but then I went and like the story goes that the missionaries gave a lesson about charity because it was very basic. It was for investigators. It was charity. We'd be nice to people, you know. And then they said, we'd like, I'll never forget. They said, we, like, we would like to close with a scripture. And then he said, behold, you may think that this is foolishness to me, but by small and simple things are great they've got path and I was like like that like that was I was just like you know and I was like what like that's my that's what happened and so um and later I was talking to this missionary so I texted them just trying to filter out any other reason why this would have happened and I said like why did you read that you know and these teenage boys, they were just like, oh, yeah, you know, we had another really relevant scripture we were going to read, but the spirit told us to read that one. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that, that's, that, was, that was it. Like, that was my canon event. Like, that was all of my vulnerable, like, all of my feelings went into that about everything, you know, about my life and all things. And are you even there? And and then I got that. And so I just like, I go back to that moment over and over and over. That is so great. <laughs> do, the, yeah. do the missionaries know that, uh, know the role that that played in your life? Did you ever explain that to them? I told, I told them like at that time, I was like, you don't understand. I don't <laughs> but they were, they were just kids. Like, it's funny how, it, it just kind of went over their heads like a little bit. Like they're just kids. They're like, okay, cool, you know? Yeah, they're like, thanks. Well, and the missionaries are like, yeah, that, that happens all the time to us. Like, yeah, that's, like that's, that's just what we're supposed to. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. 
Okay, so I love hearing that. I love hearing that because I feel like each one of us, each one of us is a convert to the church, whether you've been born in the church or not, each one of us is converted at one point or another. And yet most of the time it is a slow, gradual process. You know, uh, Mm -hmm. the general conference talk about flipping on a light switch versus watching the sunrise. Most Mm -hmm. of the time, most of the time for us, it is a sunrise experience, but there are occasional events where the spirit just like grabs you by both ears and is like, this is true. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. true. Be in with both feet. Mm-hmm. I and I, you. and I have been true to that moment ever since, because I swore after that moment, I said, I am going to read the book of Mormon every single day until I die. Yes. Because why would I stop after that? And it's been like, I just hit my seven year anniversary. Okay. And I've missed like, like less than 10 days, but like, yeah, but I just been like, I was like, I just like, I'm like, if you can get stuff like that to happen because you read your scriptures, you know, like, why wouldn't I be trying to do that every single day? You know, (laughs) it's like, that was like, unbelievable. That is awesome. That is so fantastic. Um, how has it changed your life since you've had this experience? Well, I guess like, I'll just, I mean, it's sort of relevant right now. Like I, because of that experience after that with my art, like I haven't been able to let go of the experience. Like I really haven't. Like I just, so after that, I was like, I just want to do Book of Mormon art. That's all I want to do. And I, and I would, and I prayed about it and, and I, I did, I did a lot of Book of Mormon art. I did like a Book of Mormon video, like an animated video. I, that like people use the screenshots for like Book of Mormon books and things. Cause I did all the art for it. Like that was a huge project I did. I, I did Book of Mormon children's books. I did, uh, I did the cover for the, the new era and like a book of mormon image and they they've used that image the church has used that image over and over again you know so yeah. like i did all this book of mormon stuff i did and then like i hit like my four-year anniversary of the event like i remember the day you know and um i just was like I'm, I, I'm missing something like that. Cause when I was young, I was just really into fantasy and I really loved drawing that. And I was like, but I don't want to like stray too far from the book of Mormon experience, like with my art. And so I just thought back to the Brandon Sanderson books, mm-hmm. how they were pivotal. Cause I don't just read the book of Mormon. Like I love it. And like that love, like his books were pivotal because they opened my mind to the things the Book of Mormon is saying, but it's not blatantly saying, you know, so, you know, with character story, everything, you know, and the stories, it's spiritual, like the, the, the people, like their stories are gospel lessons to me, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, faith, like I always think about the, the, the army of Helaman. And they're just their faith. And, but like, it's not just the faith. Like it's how they barreled into a Lamanite army that 
was the best Lamanite army. It, you know, there's your children and like it that said they were fresh and they were like the scariest of all the Lamanites. And, and then they just barreled in with faith. And then um, the army of healing the kids, it said they, they fought with a ferocity that the Nephites had never seen it. It was so bad that it scared the Lamanites. Like, I'm like that, like, like is my gospel lesson. Right. So like that story, you know, not just the quote about like, we know our mothers knew it, you know, it's like the story. So, um, so anyway, so I think about the, the, I thought about the Brand Sanderson book. So I just was like, I'm just going to kind of, pivot into Brandon Sanderson so I don't stray too far but like because I you know but I do really really love his book and I started doing like fan art for him and then it just started to grow and grow like just yesterday this fan art I did directly after I decided this is currently like image number four if you google like his top franchise really yes like it's like image number four and like I'm like okay and like I've done his conventions like I've done 2021 2022 like I'm gonna do 2023 and like I'm getting this like people are starting to like people buy my prints and anyway it's like growing and and I was just in a YouTube video for him like YouTube series and they're releasing the last one today and like on his channel and that is so cool yeah so like that's kind of how it's affected my life is like I'm getting I don't know where it's gonna go maybe nowhere but like I've met a lot of people and we've cried together and and I've told people I'm really only doing this because of the book of Mormon and like the fact that I can even say that I think is really good like the fact that I'm like all this stuff that you're just into, I can connect it back to the Book of Mormon. You know, I mean, that's really valuable, right? Yeah. For gospel perspective, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Hey, before, <laughs> do you have a website where people can check out your art? Um, katiepain.com. Katie.com. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, writing that down. Okay. Hey, this has been fantastic. I so okay. sharing your experience. Um, okay. What what would you say to a person who is is wondering about that stuff? I mean, who who hasn't tested the seed? Because one of the things that I heard you say is very generically you had a question and so you asked the question and you and you sought out an answer what would you say to somebody who has a question and, and maybe they're afraid to ask the question like well i don't know if i'm does it is that does that show a weakness of faith if i ask a question or not or how, what, what do i do with that <laughs> i would just say life is so hard let's just go for the good stuff you know and like this to me is a has been more than a good like this has been life-changingly good like like I said I've been to so much therapy like I get it like I like I had when I was a kid like like 
terrible self-esteem. Like I get it, you know, like, and like, let's just like, this has been a good thing. This has been nothing. This has been a great thing. This has been a life-changing thing. This has been a healing thing. This is like, this is God. This is Jesus. You know, that's what I would say. <laughs> love it. I love it. That's, that's, I think the quote of my month, life is so hard. Let's just go for the good stuff. Let's just go for it. Like, <laughs> let's not, let's just go. Let's just grab it with everything, you know. I love it. Well, thanks again for sharing your experience with us and for being willing to be so vulnerable. I think uh, yeah. this message will touch a lot of people's lives. So thank you so much. Yeah, sure.